Well, good day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? Thank you so much for allowing me into your day. I look forward to these times, not only in private preparation myself, but I send them out prayerfully to help minister to those that are listening today. So I trust that your day has started off on the right foot, and even if it hasn't, that your uh, devotion to the Lord will kind of get things headed in the right direction today. It is good to be here today, uh, being the first day of the week, at least of the first uh, preparation and presentation of this podcast. And I wanted to spend a little bit of time in the Word of God to encourage you from the 42nd Psalm today. Uh, Recent reflections on what lessons have been learned from uh, from uh, talking to church people, people that attended church, people that are uh, integrated into ministering to the Lord in our church and talking to other believers that attend other believing churches really revealed a worthwhile thought at this particular point. Many churches have been out of uh, out of public meeting, in-person meeting. Many of them have had to go to creative means in order to get the Word of God out. Uh, it's been an extended period of time now for many churches. Some churches have been out for seven or eight months and uh, don't have a prospect of getting back anytime soon. Uh, they live in areas that are perhaps uh, ruled by tyrant governors or by misguided leadership somehow. And uh, we need to remember that God has called us to meet together and to be able to encourage each other. And I have preached on a certain passage before, and I've tried to illustrate it in the past, and I've searched for ways to do that in a way that would be relevant and uh, that would be fresh to people as I illustrated the passage, the truth of that passage. But in this year of 2020, it's become a reality for many of God's people, the theme of Psalm 42. Uh, It's often the case, is it not, that we only begin to really appreciate what matters in life when, for some reason, we have lost it. Have you ever heard that phrase, absence makes the heart grow fonder, when you're forced to be away from somebody who you love very deeply and you care for very warmly? Or uh, there's another phrase, you don't know what you have until you've lost it. And when you realize how much you perhaps have taken something for granted, and now all of a sudden it's missing from your life. Um, the same is true in, I think, a much deeper sense when it comes to our appreciation of God and what it means to enjoy communion with Him. Preachers, including myself, will often speak from the pulpit and encourage people as strongly as possible not to neglect devotion time with the Lord, uh, to be able to appreciate Him and meditate on Him and dwell on who He is and His attributes. And I think the same kind of concept can be true when it comes to our appreciation of God. And I think the the thought on that comes out very clearly in the first verse of, chapter, of uh, Psalm 42, The Bible says, as the heart panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. Now that's a powerful thought in that passage. Uh, The the catalyst, what made uh, the author write these words is apparently born out of a deep sense of being deprived of communion with God as he had once known it. And I don't mean communion in the sense of the Lord's table, but I mean in the sense of uh, of that in that fellowship, that that depth of relationship with God. And the author of this psalm, we, we know it is King David from tradition, that he's writing this out of 
a sense of being deprived. And it wasn't a deprivation of of somehow loss of his private devotions. That was not an issue because certainly every blood-bought believer of God has the understanding that God will meet with you anywhere, in your closet, in your living room, anywhere you might be. So it's not a matter of the author being without any kind of private relationship with God, but it's remarkable that as you read through this psalm, the psalmist is particularly missing uh, a public worship of God with God's people. There are many commentators, if you read commentaries on Psalm 42, who choose to view this psalm as maybe the cry of some depressed person or somebody who's in despair or down. But other commentators, I think probably those that are a little better understanding of the whole passage, see it as relating specifically to the loss we experience of God's people whenever we are deprived of the means of of His grace and goodness in our public worship together. Um, uh, John Calvin is one who is adamant that notwithstanding the title to the psalm where it says to the chief musician for the sons of Korah, uh, even he is adamant that the author being David as he penned it in one of his several exiles away from God, that there was a time when he was having to run for his very life and he was away from the presence of the public worship of God. And although it's true that David knew that he was not separated from the presence of God in real terms, nevertheless he was deprived of the means of of by which God made himself known to his people, and that is the public worship of God. The author Calvin went on to say, they are religious exercises which we cannot bear to be without by reason of our infirmity. Now, what that means is that it should give me pause for thought. Uh, So many churches have had to make radical adjustments in the way that they dispense uh, God's means of blessing them during the current pandemic that we're in. Uh, much and all as we are grateful for the technology and the software and the YouTube and the even this podcast and all of the things that allow God's family, the Zoom rooms that churches have gone to. Uh, I am so grateful for those and thankful for those prayer times that we had. Uh, but for pastors and the people alike that are a part of that fellowship, that arrangement soon begins to feel horribly second best. It's entirely inadequate. I can't tell you how many times I've met with people that are from our assembly and our fellowship, and so many of them are bemoaning the fact that they really miss being in public worship with God's people. And I hope that's you. I really do. That's an indication that you have an authentic discipleship with Christ, is when you long to be with God's people. That ought to give us pause for thought. The memory of what we had when it was freely available not that long ago only serves to fuel, I think, a spiritual ache in all of our hearts that should give us a deeper longing for the things of God. So if the psalmist found himself reaching for such an intense form of words like he did in that first verse, as the heart pants after the water brook, the heart meaning a deer, Uh, As the deer pants after the water brook, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. 
If that's what he had to do, use a deer desperately panting for streams of water to capture this inward longing for the public worship of God, uh, we ought to reflect on how content we are with the perfect relate with the present arrangement uh, right now ourselves. To appreciate what lay behind that, we're going to follow a little bit more even in the next podcast on the way David traces. Uh, where David traces the source of his his discontentment in terms of that relationship with God. So we're going to look at that next time. But the question I leave with you today, uh, are you longing to be with God's people? There are some people that do not. But I want to encourage you to have that longing, that depth of that expectation, looking forward to being in God's house and hearing God's word and having it do something special in your heart. I hope that that's your thought today, that your heart, your soul pants after the living God. God bless you. Walk with Christ.